And if you're just tuning in, I have a very special guest today. Yep, that's right, my girlfriend Lindsay. She's here because we've had one hell of a week, including a shared strip club experience and a possible home invasion. You're going to want to buckle up for this one, folks. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to 103.9 The Shun. All right, so I'm joined by a very special guest today, my girlfriend Lindsay, making her first appearance on the show. How do you feel? I'm happy to be here. Okay, well, we are happy, ecstatic, I should say, to have you. And we're going to start by telling a story from last weekend. Um, basically, we went out to dinner with a couple of friends. One of my friends that was in town visiting decided to order us a round of tequila shards. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but let me try that again. <laughs> One of my friends ordered a round of tequila shots. You gotta leave that. That's good. He, I will. He ordered a round of tequila shots to, to start the meal. I mix- and these weren't shots. These were glasses of tequila. That's true. It was a heavy pour. It was chilled tequila, though, so it, was, it wasn't that bad, honestly. Like, it didn't hurt to drink. And I honestly didn't even use the lime at first until he told us to just kind of squeeze the lime and just leave it in there, just kind of have it as a drink. Yeah. Yeah, they were they were big. It definitely set the stage for the night. Yeah, so I thought we were just heading out for, you know, some tacos and then a bar afterwards, but things got more wild than I anticipated. Um, we had a great taco dinner, and then we walked to a nearby outdoor bar, And we're having some drinks there, enjoying the live music, when all of a sudden, someone other than me, I'm not exactly sure who it was, but someone mentioned the words... Strip club. Strip club. (laughs) So I was just kind of like, I kind of laughed it off, and I was like, haha, yeah, yeah, like... And they were like, no, like, we should go to the strip club tonight. And I was like, wait, what? You went into full panic mode. Full panic mode. Um, I'm not a strip club guy, even when I'm just out with, with the guys, uh, not, not into it. It's just kind of weird, awkward, um, not, not down with that. So, especially when, you know, I'm especially not going to want to go when I'm with my girlfriend. I just felt like that was fuel for a potential argument. I didn't see how any positive uh, outcome could happen. And yeah, that's why I was very anxious and nervous to go there with her. But I, I, was, I was down. I'm a spontaneous gal. I thought it would be fun. And so we made a promise that if we went, it promised I wouldn't get mad. So long as... I didn't get a lap dance, which I held up my end of the bargain, and she held up hers. So it was, turned out to be a fun night. I mean, once I kind of like, <laughs> like like got a little more casual about it, I would say for the first, what, hour? You would look at anyone... Yeah, you sat in your seat, you had your head down, your hands to yourself. He was respectful, a true gentleman. Yep, so for the first hour, I would say I 
didn't even make eye contact with anyone. I barely moved. You know, I was tipping dancers, but very me. Uh, what's the word? Very. Uh, You're cautious. Very cautiously, I guess. I wasn't really. I was just kind of leaving the money down, like in front of them. Just take it. Just take it. Not really. <laughs> Until we forced you, until all three of us ganged up on you. Yeah. And forced you. So, eventually I kind of... You can't even talk about it. <laughs> eventually I let loose a little more. And it was a little cooler. But, uh, yeah, it was a fun night. And we definitely got more drunk than I anticipated. And that kind of ended up biting us in the in the butt the next day. Because we were hungover and we wanted to have a productive Saturday. Yeah, we did want to have a productive Saturday, but we like to go to bed somewhat, well, I like to go to bed somewhat early, so staying out till 2 or 3 in the morning, and then going to paint a house after drinking in a strip, and just, it wasn't going to happen, it <laughs> just, didn't happen. Just a bad, bad combo. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Saturday morning and most of the early afternoon, we're just kind of like recovery mode, and then Saturday afternoon, I decided to move over the furniture that we had bought from her house that got delivered to the Airbnb. And when I was doing that, I received a phone call that you're going to want to hear about after the break. Yeah, so here's the scoop. Sean left. He was going to the Airbnb. He was packing the car. You were bringing, you know, things in and out. And... You said bye to me like you were officially leaving. And then three or four minutes later, I heard the door open and close. And so I was getting ready at the time up in the bedroom and I kind of yelled out over the loft. I was like, Sean, are you still here? And I, you know, I'd pause my music and I didn't hear anything. I didn't even hear movement in the house. And so I thought, you know, maybe I'm just imagining it. But when I went back into my room, for whatever reason, I locked the door behind me and I just locked my bedroom door. My dog was in the bedroom with me. Turned back on my music, I kept getting ready. And then about three or four minutes later, there was a knock at my door. And the knock was as clear as day. And I yelled out again, I was like, Sean, is that you? And my dog's in my room and he starts barking again. And so this time I'm not imagining it because my dog's going crazy. Sean's not home and it is an eerie feeling when you have somebody knock at your door and you call out and no one responds and so I instantly my heart sank and I look and there's like a crack in the door and I don't see anybody I don't hear anything it's like the house is like frozen we're all like frozen and I just start calling Sean and as he said he's he's listening to the game I must have called you like a crazy girl like six times I don't even know and finally he picks up and I'm whispering because I'm like I think someone's in the house and I'm I was about one call away from calling the police and yeah and so he came he came back Turned right around like the hero he is. And yeah, we, I don't know. He checked all the doors. Everything was locked. So we kind of wrote it off that night, right, Sean? Like nothing, like maybe I was imagining it. Maybe we were hearing something. We were trying to figure out like, you know, it could have been anything. So we kind of, you know, we went on with our night and that was that. And then it wasn't until the next day. I work from home and so... I texted my neighbor who's a 
stay-at-home mom and so she's home during the day and I was like hey this situation happened yesterday I think I'm I don't think it was anything but in case something happens I just want you to know and so she texts me back immediately and she goes was it at 4 p.m. and so I look back on my phone and I see that at 4 it was like 3:58. I had started calling you I have literal goosebumps still hearing this story again because the neighbor knew that it was around 4 p.m. so once we heard that detail we were like oh shit like this probably was an intrusion yeah and it was super invasive so i i text my neighbor and i'm like and this was supposed to be just a text to say hey should anything happen you know i just want someone to be aware whatever and so she's like yeah did this happen at 4 p.m and again it was like three minutes before i started calling sean you know rapidly and i was like yeah let me call you why at 4 p.m and she's like well i was standing outside at my job with my dogs and Right at 4 p.m., I looked down at my phone. There was a guy who appeared out of absolutely nowhere, and he was. It, he gave me a really, really eerie feeling, and I was like, well, what do you mean by that? And she's like, well, I'd never seen him before. He was walking the neighborhood and very well-dressed, very well-manicured, you know, beard, looked nice, but had no dog, wasn't running, wasn't, like, it, it was just odd. And she said when he walked by her in the yard, he stared at her directly in her eyes as he walked back, like, walked by the whole time. And it was then that I knew. I was like, there's no way that that was real because I could say, oh, I missed, you know, I, I missed, the, the, I imagined the door opening. Oh, I imagined the knock, but I can't imagine the fact that there was a person that was eerie and weird right um, outside of my house at the exact same time that it all happened. And so that's when we kind of went into panic mode and called the cops and started ordering everything. And so, yeah, it was a it was not a great weekend. When she called the neighbor, that was Sunday afternoon. We were painting at the Airbnb. And afterwards, we when we learned those details, we we're like, well, we need to call the sheriff's department, let them know in case, you know, there's another possible intrusion or worse, uh, you know, in the near future, they might be able to use these details and uh, hopefully, you know, save someone else. So she calls the sheriff's department and they're like, okay, yeah, well, we'll come out to the house. Like, can we come out now? And we're like, uh, we're like covered in paint, wearing all these like crappy clothes over at the Airbnb. So we're like, uh, okay, well, we'll meet you there in like 20 minutes. So we rapidly clean up. And we just drive back to her house, still wearing our paint clothes. Sheriff comes walking up the driveway. I shake his hand. I got dried paint all over my hand. I'm wearing a shirt that has a picture of a bear on it with antlers. And then the caption is beer with a question mark. Lindsay's in a Nickelodeon paint splatter shirt. And he's probably like, these idiots, like, what is going on? He's like, they're telling me that someone broke in, but all the doors were locked. So yeah, I like sped back to the house that Saturday when she called me and immediately got out of the car. I checked the whole perimeter of the house. All the doors were locked. Once I got inside the house, I went and grabbed a wood bat, um, which is kind of hidden um, near the front door. And I checked the whole house with the wood bat and all the closets. Everything was clear and made my way upstairs and yeah we just thought it was like a sort of like a maybe a weird thing but then once we learned those details from the neighbor the next day we were like well wait a minute something might have actually happened so we talked to the sheriff that night made him aware and then 
Um, that night we ordered security systems and we set it up on Tuesday and we feel a lot better now. So that's basically the, the story. Yeah, so intruder, if you're listening, don't come back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, but we're not kidding. <laughs> no, so yeah, so I spent, until the security system got fully up and running, I spent uh, probably four days in a row every night checking the house, every day, night, whenever we got back, checking the house with a bat, making sure that nobody is going to come in here and try to pull some shit. And now we have cameras and entry sensors, all more, more weapons. I mean, we're fully stocked, locked, and loaded, so we feel a lot better. And hopefully you enjoyed this story. And if you don't have a security system, you might want to get one. Also want to give a quick shout out and a thank you to uh, Lindsay who has uh, overcome her fear of being on this podcast. She was a little nervous earlier and I think she did a great job during this story. Hope you guys enjoyed. If you want to hear more from her, uh, feel free to send us a DM on Instagram, 103.9theshawn, or Twitter, 1039theshawn. Or you can send us an email, 103.9theshawn at gmail.com. Are you over there listening to this show alone and now paranoid about every creak and crack in your house? Are you considering calling up your douchebag ex or clingy acquaintance that you had one drink with once just so that you're not alone tonight? Are you praying your locks don't get picked faster than the most athletic kid in gym class? Well, then you need locked and loaded security. With locked and loaded security, your cameras are equipped with bullets aided by infrared targeting systems. No one, and I mean no one, will even think about setting foot on your property without making sure they're on the guest list. With locked and loaded security, you can rest assured that only people with clearance are welcome. Use promo code GETOFFMYLAWN for free installation. And that's going to do it for our show today. If you enjoyed today's show and listened from start to end, please tell a friend. If you hated the show, please tell a foe. Just don't tell my girlfriend because she really put herself out there and if she gets a bad review, well, then she'll never come back on as a guest ever again. Coming up after the break, what to do if you're at a hotel and the old guy next door is blasting porn at all hours of the night. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to 103.9 The Show.